Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome to the Corner of Truth and Courage. Today I want to continue talking about trends that I believe are killing our nation. Now this one trend has been around for quite some time, but we're seeing a new dimension to it. It's really grown gotten out of hand uh, once again, and that is division, division in our country through racism. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 12, verse 25, and this is what Jesus said, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. Let me say that again. Every kingdom, and that's nations, empire, whatever, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. The Lord also said it this way in Mark chapter 3, verse 25, that a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And this trend of being divided over race has been with us for a long time long time. It almost destroyed our country through the Civil War, and it is still with us today, and as I said earlier, it's taking on new dimensions. Now, these trends that are killing America, this is a downgrade, a downward spiral that we're heading into, a maelstrom. We're sinking and drowning in this, and unless we take action and change these things, then we are going to pass on to our children and our grandchildren a much weaker nation and more struggles and hardships for them. And I'm here to tell you folks that uh, that I desire to end well. I desire to hand off to my children and grandchildren um, as best of a nation as I possibly can give them. And we can make a difference And I'm here to tell you that God can still restore this nation, but it will take God's people to stop shaking their heads and saying, these things are terrible. I hope someone does something about it and we get distracted and and look onto other things because we don't want to deal with the problem and we've got to stop kicking the can down the lane. President Theodore Roosevelt, although uh, (laughs) the guy who brought a lot of hard uh, problems to our nation, in my opinion. He was right in saying this in a famous speech, and he called called for discarding this hyphen, this hyphenated America as our identity. He argued that maintaining a hyphen in American society would lead to the eventual destruction of America. He said... The one absolute certain way to bringing this nation to ruin, uh, preventing all possibilities of its continuing to be a nation at all, he said, uh, would permit it to become tangled in squabbling nationalities. In other words, if we continue to hyphenate, you know, black American, Chinese American, this and the other, throw it away, scratch it uh, out. 
and stop trying to divide ourselves and saying, well, you're this kind of American or that kind of American. No, we are the United States of America. Louisiana Governor Bobby Jindal echoed this sentiment when he said this about his parents. He said they weren't coming to America to raise an Indian American. They were coming to raise Americans. In 1963, Martin Luther King called for an end of racism in America, and he dreamed that, that we would one day that they would one day live in a nation where Americans would not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. And I 100% agree with that. But we're now living in a day where we have endless division over race. And to be honest with you, I've seen it grow to such an extent under the Obama administration. That's when things really started coming unglued. Let me give you some of my background so you understand where I'm coming from. I lived a great portion of my life outside of the, these United States. I grew up in Europe. My folks were missionaries. And Europe, especially England and many parts of Europe, has been a melting pot for quite some time. And I grew up kind of oblivious to racism. We literally had in Europe, even though we had all sorts of different nationalities uh, living amongst us, I grew up a lot with uh, people from India, Pakistan, Bangladesh. A lot of them were Muslims. Britain was a country that had colonies and and all around the world, and so it became a melting pot of different nationalities. And honestly, we saw people with, we were colorblind. We really were. And I was raised that way in my home, my parents. I mean, we, we never looked at one group of people better than the other. We saw only two divisions, the saved and the lost. And the goal of the saved was to help the lost see their condition so that they would choose to become a child of God and join the group of the saved. Now, when I came to America, I started Bible college in Atlanta. And boy, was I in for an awakening. And I'm here to tell you that I discovered that racism was alive and well in America. But let me tell you, and, I, and I'm just sharing with you my observation. I could see racism very, very well in the South, but it was not on the, on the shoe of the white man. It was on the shoe of the black man. Racism was rampant in the black communities where I was growing up there in, or when I was going to college in Atlanta, and it was shocking it really was. Now we are in a new stage of racism in America where Black Lives Matter, these groups going out there, demanding of white people to say and apologize for their whiteness. And I mean, the, the racism that I saw in my youth, in my, in my college years, has now grown to a point where the blacks are demanding of the whites, and even whites even demanding of the whites, to admit to their inherent racism simply because they're white 
and the systemic racism that had gone on in the past and in our history. And it's there. We have to admit it. We know it was there. But one group hasn't gotten over it. And they are mad. And this has created a new realm of division in our country. And I want to be, I want to be clear. Until we stop talking about the black and white and, 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 and all that type of stuff, it will not end. And you say, well, you're talking about it. <clears throat> yeah, because it's still a problem today. And we've got to bring a change of thinking and the thinking isn't to tell the white man that he is racist and he has to, you know, be sorrowful for it and admit it and that kind of stuff. That the past is in the past and let's keep it there. The problem is that we keep wanting to bring the past into our present and it will, if we do, it will stay with us in our future. Race only matters to racists. Now, please get, get a hold of that. Race only matters to racists. The rest of us only really care about a person's character. But to a racist, they got to keep making the issues of race. And I'm here to help and trying to hope that people, if they're listening to us there and they're of the other side that say that, you know, well, racism does matter. It only matters to the racist. And until we begin to drop it, we'll never heal our land and will remain divided and it will destroy us let me say this all lives matter if you have to put a color in front of it then you are the racist all lives matter not just black all lives matter now let's get to the bible on this and i think it will help us if we kind of have this understanding god only created one race the human race this whole di- idea of racist uh, different races in our nation is a man-made idea and it was born in the 1700s and really made popular in the 1800s and dividing the race into three different groups first with the sons of of Noah, Ham, Shem, and and uh, and Japheth, and Shem is where we've got where we've taken the Shem and made it Sem, and the Semites and and so on. There, the Jewish race, and by the way, the Arabs come from the same line as Shem of the Jews. I don't understand it. You know, we call Arabs anti-Semites, but they and are of the Semite race. If we're going to accept that idea of the Semites, but the Bible tells us. Now, again, that's when man's trying to divide these races and stuff. God tells us in the Bible in Acts chapter 17, verse 26. Please mark this verse in your Bible. Memorize this verse. Make a matter uh, and make it a, an important matter in your life to get to understand this verse in the Bible. Know it almost like you do John three sixteen, Acts 17, verse 26. And hath made of one blood all nations of men, for to dwell on the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed, the bounds of their habitation. What does that mean, the bounds of their habitation? They have nations, they have nationalities. God has divided the world into nations, but we are all of one blood. 
Not one is superior and another one is inferior because of their race. We all come from one blood. And let me read that again. And hath made of one blood all nations of men to dwell on the face of the earth. And so God tells us very clearly that we are all of the human race. And by the way, the Bible clearly teaches us that he is no respecter of persons. His judgment and love is equal for all. Now you say, well, what about the Jewish nation? Aren't they a little bit more loved and privileged and lifted up in the eyes of God and and uh, cherished more? And then the other nations, the Gentiles, lesser? No, God selected a family, a nation, so that he could show and illustrate his love and, and relationship with the nation, and therefore we can understand God's relationship with all mankind. Through that nation, God brought us a Savior, Jesus Christ, so that it could be the Savior for all men. The Bible said in the very beginning of the Abrahamic covenant that in the all the nations shall be blessed. Now, why did God prevent Jews not to marry and marry into other nationalities? Not because of their race or their nation, but because of their belief. That was made very clear in Deuteronomy chapter 7. He didn't want them marrying other women of other nations because they would be drawn away to these other gods, to the gods of their wives. And that same teachings for us in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 in the Bible, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. doesn't matter about your race, it's with their faith. That is the issue, their belief system, not their nationality. We're going to have to stop there, but I hope you'll join us again tomorrow at the corner of truth and courage. God bless you.